it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Monday, so don't need to tell you that. <laughs> Happy Monday. Hello. Good morning. Well, good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Right. It's These Friday morning. Well, it's Friday morning for me. For those in Japan, hello. <laughs> for those in Japan, it is Sunday. It's Sunday night, and you're hearing this. I don't want to sound ignorant, but is Kanichiwa? Is that Japanese? Yeah, yeah. It's like okay. it's like hello, um, in the I think, and then like Ohio is like, I think that's hello, like good morning kind of thing. Or like, oh. um, uh, Ohio gozaimasu would be Look like, you. very, I think it's like very good morning. <laughs> so it's hello, good morning and very good morning. Just depending everything, on the energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything has gozaimasu at the end. I'm pretty sure I say it wrong. Okay. I say it's super with american accent but <laughs> you're trying though it's beautiful but i'm like not used to the accent here yet because all the words still sound the same to me oh, like, yeah. at this yeah. point so so yeah but good morning I'm everyone oh hi y'all okay heck yes hit me with okay. it i'm hitting you with it so this past weekend Patrick and I went to this place called Fukuoka and it is a big city in Japan, um, just West of us. And yeah, it was just really great. We went to we found an awesome jazz bar and I think I mentioned this on my Instagram, mm-hmm. but we always go to a jazz bar, like every new place we go to, it's like our thing and we just love jazz music. So, um, that was super great. And then we just like went shopping, like a lot of shopping. <laughs> no shame. Like, no shame. Yeah. I mean, like we both got stuff at H&M. We both got stuff at Zara. Like we, we yeah. So it was just really fun. And then just trying a lot of new food. It's the um, ramen capital of Japan, which pretty oh much means gosh. it's like the ramen capital of the world. So yeah. um we got ramen and like we're not much of the touristy type of people. <laughs> and like we don't like sand either. And there's like beautiful beaches, I guess, that was like 40 minutes away. But we're yeah. like, eh, eh. Um, I'd rather eh. be in Zara. <laughs> yeah. Or terrible. But we're like, we felt the pressure the last day. We're like, we should do something that's touristy. And like one of the top things was like this castle ruins in the center of the city. And okay. so we take a taxi, we get dropped off there and we're like wandering around this park. It's like a park where like people play tennis and bike. And we're like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. This was look, this is not ancient. (laughs) Like 95 degrees, humidity is like a thousand percent. He has on like a light blue vineyard vine shirt and khaki shorts. I have on with like Esperaldis or Esperalds. What do you call them? Um, what are you trying to say? Espadrilles, espadrilles, espadrilles. Like, you know, what the shoes, 
shoes that have toms? like kind of like espadrilles they have like the wicker kind of oh like, ha yep i know you're talking about. he has on those striped white and blue i have on flip-flops like Cute. tory birch flip-flops with like a long dress and a belt <laughs> carrying like a little leather purse on my shoulder <laughs> and we're like hiking up these ruins of these stairs and we just did not think it was going to be like this we get up there it's just like two brick walls and you stand on top of them I'm like cool are you kidding me (laughs) eyes twitching okay we should have stayed home I looked at Patrick and we were laughing we're like next time we're staying in our lane yeah and our lane is jazz shopping and food (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good lane to be in and that's be in our that lane, lane okay yeah. and like we could have prepared like if we would have known it would have been a hiking adventure we would have worn our athletic clothing but if we would have known it would have been a hiking adventure we wouldn't have gone in the first place that's so. what I'm saying and you weren't even trying to hike you were trying to go see a castle ruin and you didn't even get to see a castle ruin yeah so it was, just it was- all jank yeah, we were so, like bamboozled. <laughs> we were- <laughs> You're like, okay, so I guess I'm looking at old rocks. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And I was like, maybe it's something where like, okay, if there was like a house or something that like a patio that Abraham Lincoln smoked a cigar on. Like, I mean, like <laughs> that would on, be like, me like, um, like Americans would like understand the significance of that. Right. right? It was like, right. he made a decision about the civil war while smoking a pipe on this very stone. And you'd yeah. be like, okay, cool. Like I get that. So like, maybe there was some significance there that totally went past our like went over our head, which uh, quite possibly so, but to us, <laughs> we were just like, this is a brick wall. <laughs> a stone wall <laughs> uh, yeah that's fair so, that's yeah. fair but it was great what was your heck yes um my heck yes is living in a town with a wonderful priest and a wonderful church and um a priest who's a wonderful spiritual director I've never had a spiritual director before I've never done spiritual direction before but I did it for the first time this week, actually, as we're recording this and game changer. I'm going once a month from now on out. And I don't know if he's going to do this or not, but I've kind of already made it up in my mind that even once we move, I'll just continue to do it virtually with him. <laughs> I haven't asked him at all yet, <laughs> but because I didn't realize I shared about it on Instagram and I did not realize how hard it is for people to find a good spiritual director. Mm-hmm. I had no clue. My yeah. dad had one before in the past and he just talked about it so nonchalantly. And then like us going to our priest here was just so nonchalant that I just kind of figured like, oh, all spiritual directors are priests. Not all priests are spiritual directors, but they're available in each diocese to people and it's beyond helpful. And apparently that is not the case at all. Mm-hmm. So now I'm feeling like that's even more of a heck yes is how almost easy or simple it was for me to go to a phenomenal spiritual director for the first time ever yeah and like there's spiritual directors that aren't religious I prefer yeah and and even like sisters and stuff I prefer a priest because you can do confession and you can do lots of stuff like that um (laughs) deliverance prayers yeah (laughs) I know (laughs) but like some priests don't have the gift of spiritual direction right which is why I just assumed all spiritual directors are priests, but not all priests are spiritual directors. That makes sense. 
but apparently yeah. not the case. So I'm so glad. I'm so glad you have that. Oh and gosh, like, it was so good. I had a great spiritual director 2018 and 2019. And then okay. I moved to LA and was just like traveling all the time. It never worked out with that Opus Dei priest there. And then I moved to DC and I started going Opus Dei for spiritual direction, but it wasn't what I was looking for. Mm. Um, and like people love it. Don't get me wrong. It just wasn't the right. style that I was looking for. And then it was just super hard to find one. And um, now that I, I finally got connected to one and I have a spiritual director now who is in Kentucky and will do it like virtually with me when I'm in Japan, but like Amazing. finding a good, yeah. Like finding a good spiritual director. It's, it's taken me like three, four years to like Gosh. find another one that okay. I like really, really clicked with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's major heck. Yes. Then that's gonna be the heck yeah. yes for the month. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Totally. Totally. So yeah, I'm happy for you too. And it's cool that um, Avery goes to the same one. Yeah. So... And he wants to do it with both of us a couple of times every now and then too. Like he wants to have us both in at the same time, which is honestly, just... it's kind of like pre Cana, but like post Cana. Yeah. Because pre Cana was terrible for us. So... <laughs> yeah. So we're just doing it backwards, but yeah, it's amazing. Oh, so Very happy grateful. for you. Yeah. So heck no is restaurant expectations. And again, very first world, heck no, but it is relatable. Um, I feel like I know where this is going and I okay, think I'm on the same page. Yeah. So like <laughs> I found this really cool dinner spot in Fukuoka. We call it Fuchs and um, in Fuchs. And it was like this, it was like on a river and you would like sit on the river and it had like just this great, like this great food, these great drinks, the appetizers, like it just looked like such a cool vibe. Yeah. And we get there and they're like, yeah. And it's like Sunday night. They're like, yeah, sorry. We're like booked up on the river. You need a reservation for that. And I'm thinking in my head, like, yeah, I couldn't call for a reservation because you don't speak English and I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> like, I couldn't call for a reservation. So not like, an option. Yeah, like you forget that stuff where it's like that's like that. Yeah. You can only get so far with not speaking the same language, you know? And that's right. not their fault. Like this is my fault. Right. And so I was like, dang. And so they sat us in like a corner behind this like wall. And I'm like, Patrick, this is the vibe I was looking for. We're not dressed to sit in a corner. You <laughs> <laughs> just got back from deployment. So you're like, we're going to sit by the river. We're going to have really good food. It's going to be we're gonna like get the unlimited Instagram worthy. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to go all in. We're going to get yeah. the pre-course dinner, the unlimited drinks. Like we're yeah. doing it and we didn't do it but but the food was amazing and it was very just us in private and like whatever we had such yeah. a good time. but it it just would have been cool to be on the river of this really cool city because yeah it's like skyscrapers and like you know but right. so it was like oh my expectations were so high and then we went to Chili's two days ago because there's a Chili's on base and the like the one thing like I would the one the reason why we went to Chili's is because I was craving their honey chipotle chicken strips mm. and I go there and they don't have them <laughs> they're out they're out of like all salmon like chicken oh like, my gosh did they have anything besides well, salad this, 
this is like a thing because it's on base. And so they're like one time, um, I think it was like Taco Bell was out of all meat. I'm like, so I would get a bean taco. So close. (laughs) Like what? Get some nachos and cheese. It's like a very like communist thing. Like if they don't have them, they don't have them. And so anyways, I was like, dang, now I have to just like get now. I I just like was going there for that. Right. Right. Exactly. You've been thinking about it. You've been tasting it in your mouth already. Uh Uh-huh. And then you Uh pretty much just want to go to bed when they tell you. Yeah. I'm like, like, nothing else is worth it. Yeah. Uh I don't want anything else. And if I would have been by myself both times, I would have just left. But Patrick is like had the most positive attitude. He's like Mr. Positive. So, um, you know, this is pretty great. You like, you can definitely find something like, we'll have such a good time. I'm like, you're right. And then it ends up being great. But I'm like, it's not what I expected. Um, (laughs) Those expectations, they get you. I know. I know. So anyways, that was a heck no, but it ended up being fine. Okay. Do you feel like out of the two of you, you lose more often in the food department? Like if some, if you get something door dashed, is yours always wrong? If you go to a restaurant and there's something that you want or you ask for and they say they're out, it's always you. It's never Patrick. Yeah. I mean, we don't door dash because we don't live, like they don't do that here. Okay. Well, but yeah, yeah it's always me. That- okay. I don't know what it is. Or That's he's just more flexible me. or like, he's just like, doesn't make a big deal about it. And he's just like, okay, yeah, I'll get the burger. I'm like, right. But even just five the minutes initial, like, like, can I have, and they're like, well, we don't have that. And so then I say, well, can I have blank? And they're like, well, we don't have that either. And that only ever happens to me for Avery. He's like, can I have, and they're like, yeah, sure. Anything else? Would you like ketchup on the side? <laughs> <It's> like, <"Nah." laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I so feel that. that probably but also it only really happens at chilies for us so <laughs> freaking chilies oh chilies yeah yeah okay so what's your heck no probably way worse um, <laughs> okay but that's really annoying though mm-hmm. like I, I yeah yeah um my heck no is that apparently there's a two-year-old sleep regression <laughs> didn't know that thought all the sleep regressions happened in the first year when they're babies so there's a two-year-old sleep regression and there's a four-month-old and we, lucky us, matched them up at the same time. <laughs> so now Carrie's got a two-year-old sleep regression that she's going through on top of transitioning into a toddler bed and Jeannie's going through a four-month-old sleep regression. So two nights ago, for example, Carrie was up at, we put it out at 7.30. She was up at 10.30. She's up at 2.30. And then she's up again at 6.30. And we were like, no. On top of the multiple times Jeannie's up to nurse, which isn't a big deal because we co-sleep. So I just roll over. I'm already, I'm still half asleep and I just nurse her, but it's still like restless sleeping. Yeah. Um, And then last night, same exact thing happened, except Jeannie was up from four to six, like Wide awake. wide awake was, was only chill if you like sat up and made it look like you were also awake and wanted to hang out with her and then she just smiled at you and hung out and I was like no that's not what we're doing right now so that's my heck no because I thought the worst sleep is like early newborn stage yeah this is worse than either of the girls early newborn 
It's the worst sleep in the world. And so, yeah. And this is how women go crazy is when they're so yeah. 100%. If I hadn't gone a spiritual direction this morning and already decided that we're doing a nanny and like actually set myself up for success mentally, I would be even worse this week than it was last week with mastitis. So, so, so yeah. Um, So your boobs are fine. My boobs are fine guys, but now my sleep meter is way off. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. Well, I want to hear about the nanny stuff, but before we jump, I just want an update. Okay. Um, I was like, Oh, well, if I have anything for you, yet, but, and then also today we're going to talk about just like, Pat, sorry, <laughs> past identities that we had and like had mm. to move on from kind of thing. Or like, yeah, we put who we were in this unhealthy identity in a way. Yes. Um, But before we jump into both of those, we wanted to talk about a new sponsor, Um, Heck Yes Collagen. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of collagen, but specifically this, the one we're talking about right now is a female owned um, Catholic franchise and they sell the number one liquid collagen in the world. And I can literally attest to this. You take one tablespoon, two times a day. It tastes like straight up yummy juice. Um, We love it. Yeah. I have the one focused on skin. It says skin on the side, but it reduces wrinkles. And I'm, I was just, who's, oh, I was just telling Patrick, I'm like, I have three wrinkles on my forehead ever since I got married to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, babe, it's not you. It's a situation. <laughs> it's a situation that you put me in, but yes. I'm like none of my jeans fit and I have three wrinkles <laughs> on my forehead. <laughs> But this actually, because it actually like, it pretty much eliminates dryness and brings so much hydration to the skin from the inside out. Mm. The wrinkles have, I've, cause I took before pictures, they have seriously been like, like gone. What is it called? Smoothing out. Yeah. Like there's not the lines. Yeah. Because your skin's like toning almost because collagen stops naturally producing in your body when you turn like 18 or 20 or something like that. And so for us, we're like, yeah, we're like screwed unless we help our body kickstart that production again. And that's what this does. This is like collagen at its purest form. Yeah. (laughs) Not mixed in with other things. Right. And, and you start to, you, your skin starts to visibly age at age 21 and which I, I actually noticed like when I was 22, I was like, yeah, okay, they're right. <laughs> Avery and I are still waiting for that to kick in. Cause people still ask us whose kids they are when we're out with our girls. So <laughs> we're still waiting for that, but <laughs> all right. All right. We but like middle schoolers, <laughs> you will, you will uh, wish you never said that one day. Um, <laughs> But seriously, heckyescollagen.com. Check it out. H-E-C-K-Y-E-S collagen.com. If you use that link, you uh, automatically get a $10 off coupon at checkout for all of you listeners. But seriously, it is proven to restore youthful skin and prevent aging. And we've been using it for about a month. Um, And I have noticed a difference. And Megan has the pure one. And it's focused on like reducing joint discomfort Mm -hmm. and just healthy cartilage and connective tissues to improve that muscle tone. Um, and I mean, you can attest to it's, it's just legit. Yeah. Well, it's going to help with my knees a ton. (laughs) My knees have no cartilage left in them and my muscles need some help getting toned since having two babies. So 
there's the pure one and the skin one. They're both amazing. They both do what we need our bodies. They both to do, do what they say they're gonna do, which yes. is what I like because yes. a lot of products sell you on something and then they don't do what fall they short. said they were gonna do. Exactly. So talk about expectations. Your expectations, <laughs> we are setting them and we're setting them appropriately high. Yes. Um, but but like this stuff was named uh top 10 health and beauty brand by Forbes, which is awesome. Um mm. But yeah, heckyescollagen.com. You will get $10 off um, your order and then follow them on Instagram because they just give a lot of like before and afters and talk more about what is offered through this. Um, but it's at heckyescollagen, um, their Instagram. And yeah, you can just see additional product discounts and promos and you can always DM them. Megan and Kate are who run this and they're just awesome, but they're the girls behind it. And if you have any questions, you can just DM them and reach out. And I'm sure they'll be more than willing to help find you the right product for your needs. Um, yeah, we love them and we're grateful and it's yeah. really yummy. <laughs> She's over here taking more than two tables. Okay. <laughs> Literally though, oh my gosh. The truth. The truth as a out. kid, as a kid, all I wanted was the bubblegum Motrin. Like I oh just could have drank that stuff. I just loved how thick it was. I love the texture. I love the taste. The orange one was great too, but the bubblegum and orange. I mean, I literally could have sucked that down with a straw, um, <laughs> but here we are collagen. <laughs> Collagen's a little more beneficial for you than Motrin. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So update on the nanny sitch. Um, nothing really, which is really a letdown for you all. I'm so sorry. But, um, her fiance was, they went to a retreat together. One of the girls that I'm looking at hiring, um, went to a retreat with her fiance and he came down with COVID. And so she didn't want to meet with us this week. So she's meeting with us next week, but nothing new. I, except for like the spiritual warfare side of it, where I kind of, after spiritual direction and deciding we were going to hire a nanny mentally and everything I boosted um and then I was kind of like oh well I don't really need a nanny anymore like I'm doing well I don't and it was like no 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 you need to hire the nanny (laughs) so nothing new besides that and then we had a caller actually you might this was just really cool um I'm not gonna play it because she called in the car (laughs) shout out (laughs) shame (laughs) (laughs) Um, but she was saying like, good for you for getting a nanny because she is a nanny and she's in college and she calls it vocational training because she wants to be a Catholic mother one day. And I was like, yes, like that's exactly how I saw it when I was a nanny for so many years. Um, oh my gosh. Isn't that cool? Well, keep going, keep going. Okay. And she was saying that she was homeschooled by her mom and her mom even had help a few hours a week to help with like projects and stuff. And it's just different when something's coming from someone other than a parent, you know, especially even in teaching, but she was like, no, being a nanny has been so great even for me because I learned firsthand from a young mother and like at the same time, the best job is when it's equally beneficial. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like circle of life kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, it's really cool that you say that because there's like a handful of girls that have reached out. And, um, the first one that I want to meet with the one that I was just sharing, 
she just recently got engaged and she mentioned in like, I sent her a bunch of questions that Cece helped me come up with because Cece's <laughs> done this before. And I sent her all these questions about like, okay, are you down to help potty train? Are you like, blah, blah, blah. She sent like a paragraph, at least more of extra stuff about her that I didn't even ask about. And in it, she mentioned how this will be really helpful for her approaching marriage. And I was mm-hmm. like, I love that. And I want to meet with you first because of that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's so cool. So yeah, that's really neat that she said that and called it. And you don't that. feel like, yeah, I'm paying them to stick them with my kids. It's right. like, you don't right. feel like, like that. She actually wants to learn from this and grow from this and like approach our girls as if they were going to be her own kids one day, you mm-hmm. know? And I just like, yep, <laughs> you sold. <laughs> like, perfect. That was one of the coolest things about being a nanny is learning different discipline styles. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen worked in different approaches. Like when I was 17, 18, 19, I nannied for a family who the mother was a discipline therapist. And it was awesome to learn so much from her and just see how her kids reacted to Mm. how you approached everything from nap time, from TV to, I mean, everything. And it's all about how you like verbalize stuff to children. Like it's not, oh, time for nap. And you're like pulling them away from a toy. It's like, do you want to take your nap in two minutes or four minutes? Yeah. It's not like, do you want to take a nap? No. That is what I'm learning about toddlerhood is she just wants autonomy. And so I have to figure out, did I say that right? Uh Uh-huh. She, so I have to figure out how to like play around with that. Like, okay, I want her to think she has autonomy while Uh also getting what I want. It's great. Right. Right. And like, they can help set the timer for Mm -hmm. two minutes and they can help set the timer for four minutes. And like, it is their, everything is their choice, but But in reality, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) So like just learning stuff like that was so awesome. And then also nannying for families who didn't believe in discipline. And it's like, Mm. yeah, that was freaking hell to nanny for. And (laughs) You know, but seriously, you realize it's like trial and error, but you're not doing it. You're not messing up your own kids, you know? True. It's like you're just gaining else. information. Totally. You're racking up information. What worked, what didn't work. Um, I think being mm. a nanny, uh, one of the best jobs. Yeah. Also on no taxes most of the time. So. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I didn't say so that. So more no. about your identity okay. <laughs> besides being a nanny. <laughs> You go first. Okay. Um, so I came up with this idea to talk about this kind of stuff while I was washing the dishes the other day. And I <laughs> sent it to Cece and had a really hard time kind of explaining it. But essentially, like I was, for instance, for me, I was an athlete. Oh gosh, I just got something in my eyeball. <laughs> um, okay. I was an athlete my whole life um, from like three or four onward. Yeah. All of my favorite friends were athletes. Um, I mean, I was homeschooled, so I didn't have a big pool of friends to choose from, (laughs) but naturally all of my friends were my teammates. Um, weekends were always filled with soccer games. My biggest goal was to play division one college soccer. I watched the Olympics and the world cup, like everything revolved around soccer and being an athlete. Um, it was just, it was like who I was. I was fit. I was high energy goal oriented, my OG Instagram handle was Megs1553, which was literally my jersey numbers. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like a webkins like username literally literally um and so when like when I got out of college and I wasn't doing college soccer anymore I mean at that point I was 21 I'd done college for 10 or, or not not college I'd done <laughs> sports for 10 to 12 years um and so not being an athlete athlete anymore for the first time was like kind of jolting because it was like wait what do I do with myself like who am I? Who do I tell people that I am? Who do I put in my bio? Like what? Yeah. What do I do with my life now? <laughs> um, but one of the things I realized recently during motherhood is all of the things that are clicking back from when I was an athlete that I'd made a habit over those 10 to 12 years that I can still apply to my life, to marriage, to motherhood now, and how that like. Nothing it's is still wasted. a huge right nothing is wasted it's still a huge part of who I am I'm just not using it on the field kicking a ball around and I could like it doesn't have to be one or the other it can be both and um mm-hmm. but yeah and so I just started taking tabs of that like over the past week or two like the different things that I've done so like for spiritual direction while I was driving to spiritual direction I was like weirdly nervous kind of like I was about to be called out like yeah. I like I knew I was going to be called out, but I wanted it to happen because I knew it would like give me clarity. <laughs> and it reminded me a lot of uh, the meetings we would do. We had three coaches on the coaching staff in college and we would do a weekly, I think it, we, I think it was a weekly meeting with each coach. Like we would cycle through each week with a different coach. Okay. And it was just like to watch film, to ask them questions about maybe why you're not playing, what you can do better, um, them giving you extra exercises to work on. Um, That's great how approachable and like available they made themselves. Yeah. But they were terrifying sometimes, especially when you would go into like the head coach and it wasn't like the assistant coach who you were buddy buddies with. (laughs) So, So it made me think of that. And then after spiritual direction, I was like, so stoked. I was like, bet. Okay. He called me out. He gave me some tips. He told me what to work on and he gave me tangible ways to work on it. Next steps. Yeah. Let's freaking go. I like a challenge. Let's do this. And I was like, oh my gosh, this literally is what I did in college for four years straight for soccer every week, (laughs) just like spiritually now for motherhood and marriage. Um, So things like that. I've just like, which is literally a sport in itself. <laughs> yeah, no, it, I mean, it is. And I've joked about it on here before. Like, oh, I thought I had stamina, but like I had like, motherhood hit me in the face and I apparently don't, um, <laughs> but it is. Um, another thing that I realized too is like, okay, motherhood's a lot of repetition. You're changing dirty diapers. You're doing the laundry. You're washing the dishes over and over and over again. It's like, okay, how can I be more efficient in it or precise Mm -hmm. with it or like how can I make it better repetition breeds that it breeds confidence in what you're doing and things are going to happen overnight but once you start to get it down it like is heck yes heck yes like today I got the girls down for naps got the house clean and I was like okay I've got like a schedule I'm this is becoming routine now and that that's something that I just I learned in soccer like hitting a ball against the wall over and over and over and over again until my footing on the ball was right (laughs) <laughs> right so I don't know Those I love a that of the things and even just like taking that example too it was like think about a favorite meal you make the first time you had to watch a video on it or like mm. read the steps step by step and like yeah. make a list and now some of the favorite meals I have I can just look in the fridge see if we have the stuff don't have to look at the recipe. I already know yeah. how what temperature to put the oven on like and it's so much faster mm-hmm. because you're not 
trying to figure it out as you're doing it. You already have figured it out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, one of the other things I wrote too was that, um, like I've talked about mentality regarding birth and how being an athlete helped with that, but mentality overall, one of the things our coaches always told us was that's the one thing you have the most control over is your mentality throughout yeah. the entire 90 minutes of the game. You don't have control over the referee and the calls they make. You don't have control over the weather, the field, the injuries of the other player. I mean, whatever. You don't have control over any of that. You don't have control over your kids and their attitudes and their sleep and what they choose to eat or don't eat, but you have control over your mentality about it for the whole 12 hours that you're up with them. And so choosing how you wire that and are able to recalibrate that and strengthen that mentality it is literally the same. It's just longer. It's not 90 minutes mm-hmm. anymore. It's 12 hours. <laughs> A lifetime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was it. And one thing that spiritual direction told me, which I think will probably lead into some of what you're gonna share from yourself, was that it's okay to grieve what was and what no longer can be. And like yeah. to actually take a second to grieve that while also acknowledging that what is now wouldn't be without what was. Say that one more time. Yeah, I know. I had to have him say it another time too. So it's okay to grieve what was in the past and what no longer can be. So I used to be an athlete all the time. All of my teammates, we would go out and kick a ball around. It was super fun, but I don't do that anymore. It's okay to grieve that. But you can also do that while acknowledging what is right now. So being able to be mentally tough for a day or whatever with the kids and acknowledging that what is right now would not be without what was in the past. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I know I was like spiritual direction for the rest of my life. Thank you. <laughs> now Megan has an unhealthy dependence. On- I know. <laughs> uh, don't call me out. <laughs> feeling good about myself right now <laughs> she's a clinger she's a stage five clinger stage five yeah <laughs> but no but anyways these are great nuggets I feel that the so even just going on the sport thing um I was a gymnast 20 hours a week since I was five years old like all the way through sophomore year of high school and it is a mental game now, but it's different than soccer in the sense where like you literally control everything. Mm -hmm. Like the, there's no wind inside. There's no rain. (laughs) There's no like worrying about someone else. Like they're not kicking you or running into you or (laughs) like there's, there's nothing that is guessing like nothing yeah. is guessing in gymnastics. Like there's no surprises. Yeah. And if there is, that's on you. It's not like the beam is going to be longer or the mm. bar is going to be closer to the floor or this mat is going to be uh, two times thicker. Like that's not right. a thing. Um, so you know exactly what you're getting and it's all on you and it doesn't really affect anyone a whole lot if you do well, or if you don't do well. And it, it's all a mental game though, because you could, I would go in to practice and I could do a skill 20 of them in a row. And then the next day I go in and I'm scared to do the skill. And that's gymnastics. 
(laughs) anyone is a gymnast here, they know that it's like, literally you could be on a roll and the next day you have a mental block. Mm -hmm. And I know girls who would literally go to hypnotizers or go to acupuncture or go like all of this stuff because of like, and it would help them, I guess. I don't know, but it's all a mental game. Like literally it's like, you're running, you're doing like circles on your hands on a wooden bar. And then like, you're doing really great at it. And then the next day you come in and it's like, reality hits and you're like shoot I'm literally flinging around a wooden bar (laughs) like (laughs) wait 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 I don't want to (laughs) no really that's what it's like it's like the reality hits in and you're like whoa 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 (laughs) who signed me up for this (laughs) why did I ever put myself in that position but like the mental blocks could last day an hour weeks months some people years and it's all on you. No one did it. No one did it to you. Mm. You did it to yourself and you have to take full responsibility and you have to get through it. And gymnastics has, I would be a completely different person without that sport because it taught me so much. Now, was it a transition to get rid of the control factor? Absolutely. Yeah. Because like, I was going to say, I feel like that could go both ways. <laughs> totally, totally. But taking the, the responsibility aspect and taking full responsibility and just full, what would the word be? Um, ownership. Ownership. But there's another word for it and I'll, it will come back to me. Um, but you are, yeah, like you are driving the reins of your life and drive like mm however good you want to be that's on you and however bad you want to perform that's on you and it's all a mental game it's not a lot of it is not physical a lot of it is not like the 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 most fit person the the team yeah the like most spiffy uh whatever gym the cleanest gym the highest end gym the pretty leotard it's not about that it's all a mental game Mm. and that's literally life like it's all mentality and and we're not even talking about, oh, agency. That's the word taking full agency of your own life. Mm. Um, and so not even just talking about identity, but like sports are so much more than just a sport. Oh, agreed. All of my kids will be forced into sports to find one that they like. I'm sorry, (laughs) children. If you listen to this, I mean, I, I've seen nothing but so many lessons learned, life lessons taught through sports. Oh, yeah. And I remember there was this one time and I messed up at a competition and it was just my coach and I and I like had a terrible attitude after I like cried and I he like tried to comfort me and I like shouldered him off Ooh. in front of like other uh, other coaches. I was like maybe 10, 12. And he pulled me aside and he was like, you never embarrass me like that in front of anyone else ever. You never treat me like that again. Otherwise, like, like you're, I'm not taking you to another competition. He was like, when we get back, you're doing conditioning for a week. Like like, it's, it's consequences to your actions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's respect. Immediate consequences. Yes, immediate. And it's how do you turn that attitude around within two minutes? Yep. because you're up again. Yep. <laughs> and how do you make it look like 
you are okay, even if you're not okay. Right. Because you, it's an, there's an appropriate time to be vulnerable and show emotion. And there's also inappropriate times to do that. And you learn very fast. What is the appropriate vulnerability in the space you're in? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you don't learn that if you're not put in a situation like that, but kind of what you were talking about was like, okay, great. Like once I stopped gymnastics, I did cheer for a few years. Cause I was like, eh, what else am I going to do? And I stopped gymnastics. I like got really tall and everything got so much harder. I like grew four inches in a year and I had to relearn like every skill, um, <laughs> because everything feels different when you're four inches taller as a gymnast. And it, yeah, anyways, I quit, but I did cheer. But then after that, I was like, what, what do I do? Like, I don't, I never learned hobbies. Like I never, Mm. my whole life, I worked out 20, 25 hours a week at a very young age. Yeah. And my free time was gymnastics. My life was gymnastics. And I chose that and I loved it. And like what I don't, now that I like live alone half the year and I have more free time and I need something to break up work because it's not healthy to just head down work 24 hours a day. It's like, I don't have any hobbies Mm because I never learned hobbies. Well, it's funny you say that because that was like the number one issue for girls on the team. When they approach senior year, the end of senior year, they're like, I don't know what, what to do. What do I do? Mm -hmm. Like, because they, mm-hmm. they never took the time to learn anything beyond their sport. Right. Um, I mean, luckily I had photography, so I was like, that's where I was sending it, but eventually that became a job too. So then it was like, well, now what do I, <laughs> cause you and I both, I think for the most part, find a lot of fun in our jobs. So mm-hmm. it, it's hard to sometimes put it down. Right. Because it seems like a priority and it's fun. So it's like, why not? <laughs> and it's, but it's like, not a hobby. <laughs> right. But it's like, what I, I like, yeah, I would do this podcast as a hobby, mm-hmm. maybe. But yeah. like, this is all started as a hobby. <laughs> it started, you know, but like, this is also a business and this is legit and we take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And like, a lot of the things that we do that are very fun could be a hobby, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, So yeah, it's like this very weird transition where you're like, especially for me, it's like, I don't, people are probably listening like, gosh, I wish I had time for a hobby and I have children and a husband and you know, like a job and all this stuff. You do. You just have to find the time for it. Anyways, carry on. (laughs) Yeah. You can say that. I can't say that, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a super odd space to be in because you don't want to waste time away. I I mean, I could pick up a book and I do pick up a lot more books than I ever did before, but like watching a TV show is not a hobby and like shopping, <laughs> like thrift shopping is not a hobby. Like what? <laughs> Are you like serious? Spending, spending money isn't a hobby. <laughs> okay. But if it's a thrift store, it's like 50 cents. Like, well, come on now. It's like, I'm saving money. <laughs> I know. Essentially. So yeah, I, I feel like this identity, it was really hard because it was like, oh, she's the gymnast. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, she's not the gymnast. She's not the girl that can do 40 pull-ups in front of the whole gym class. Like she's not that girl anymore. And she's not the girl at the six pack. And she's mm. not that <laughs> like, you know? And so it changed. Okay. She's a cheerleader, whatever. And it's like, oh, she's the girl that didn't go to college. Like whatever it is, these identities that whether you choose or not choose, but you do feel a little lost and just 
there, so there is a pattern I see too, even with people that go into ministry or the missionary world. Mm. And it's like, oh, example, you do two years as a focused missionary. Well, like you don't know what to do after my identity was being at college. I did four years of college and now I'm a missionary on a college campus. Yep. So like, what do I do? I only know how to do this college. And like, I, I got my degree, but I, I lost my skill because that was two years ago. Right. Mm. And so now I'm a missionary for two years and this is my skill, but like, I don't, I want to transition out, but right. And so like, this is a common thing, no matter where you are, it's just, how do you set yourself up for that eventual transition? If this isn't, if you actually be real with yourself and is like, is this something that is going to be possible for the rest of my life? And that's something too, where like moving from old town, old town was my dream city to live in for, for five, five, five to seven years prior to moving there. I wanted to live there. Yeah. Like eighth grade. I was like, I want to move to DC. And then once I found old town, I was like, no, old town's where it is, you know? Yep. And it was such a shift in my identity moving away from that. And kind of like you were talking about Megan is like grieving, like mm-hmm. grieving who you once were. Like I grieved freedom yep. and not from like, oh, now I'm married kind of thing. It was like, I went from, and we talked about this on the podcast, I'm sure at that time, but in the beginning of this year, it was like, I went from being able to walk everywhere, living in this, like my dream place and my dream area with my dream life. And then I moved to like this Airbnb in the middle of a industrial park and have no way to get around. And I just wait for my husband to get home and like I'm trapped all day. And it was like, I grieved freedom so hard because it was such a black and white thing. And similar to you, Megan, where it was like, you were living your life in California and then you got married and then moved to New Mexico. And it was like, what happened there? (laughs) And then you have, you have two children. And then it's like this whiplash of like, who was I and how did I get here so fast? And it's not that I hate who I am right now. I still love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I even remember, oh my gosh, you think this was when you were here. You can tell me if it was or wasn't, but we were watching like old videos of ourselves and Avery pulled up an old video of me from college on his phone that he had saved. And I got kind of emotional. I yeah. was like, wait, I really miss her. She's, yeah. she looks really fun. <laughs> she, she has a lot of energy and she's a six pack. And I, why was I in a sports piranha video on Avery's phone from college. I don't know. We could talk about that another time. <laughs> but, but I was like, wow. And because of how fast everything happened, and I, this happens for a lot of people, I think, because of how fast things happen, you don't really take a second to actually grieve it until you're like years down the road. And or process like, it. Literally yeah. process it. Speaking yeah. of. Speaking yeah. of. When this comes out. Right now. <laughs> We're, we're processing it, but when this comes out, the following day, Tuesday is an emotional processing workshop that I'm hosting. Ooh, yeah. So more. I'll put the details, <laughs> I'll put the details in the, um, profile or this like okay. bio of the show, but, um, it will be recorded if you can't make it, but it's Tuesday night and it's literally how to process emotions with Jesus and giving them all over to him. And I had to do this with so many of these things because, mm. I, it's like, like you were saying, Megan, you go so fast and then you see a photo or something. And you're like, Whoa. how did I get so far from her? Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> not that I don't like, I loved being her. Right. Like, 
and, and it's not and you that love way. your life right now too yeah like if you hadn't seen that photo or video you wouldn't have had a second thought about it it doesn't take away from the version of who we are now and like right. this is where we're supposed to be and like we are better and we are better for it right but yeah, I'm it's definitely just like, more virtuous now yeah totally <laughs> and like you can just relate to Jesus's suffering more and Jesus on the cross more which is like always bringing us closer to him but yeah it's like a it is a shock you're right and speaking of transition <laughs> what's our patreon our patreon oh true yeah. like, where are we going with this <laughs> where are we transitioning <laughs> speaking of transition yeah speaking of transition um our patreon supporters um our call our monthly call next month it's actually going to be typically it's the second sunday of the month but because of the military um we're gonna move it to what is it the 18th yeah of september um at 7 30 central 8 30 eastern time so if you're you're not a patreon supporter yet you have until the 18th 18th. of September, um, to support in whatever way you're comfortable or whatever way you feel called and hop on a call with us to talk about transitions and really hard times. Specifically, Cece and I are probably going to touch on the relational side of it, like with our spouses, um, hard times and hard things that we've been through and how we've gone through them and been better Mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like yeah. transition and engagement, transition and marriage, mm-hmm. um, transition in like how to communicate, things like that. Um, yep. Jobs, moves. And even things that like I've learned from you, Megan, and you learned from me. And we just like mm-hmm. we, we, I, I learned so much from you and we just like bounce <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> we do. I was going to say, it's always so funny because I joke that like CC has like this knowledge about how to parent kids and she has no kids and I still (laughs) learn from her about how to parent my kids or how to talk to my husband and I've been married two and a half years longer than she has but what's so cool is like when you have that relationship with someone it's like oh you're going through this and I know we'll go through this in our relationship but I like seeing firsthand and seeing how you guys are getting through it yeah and then vice versa is like you will eventually have deployments and like, mm-hmm. you know, different things like that. Like how yep. we will go through similar things. It's just on different timelines. And so we're able to kind of see that. Firsthand. Yeah. We get like a, uh, um, a warning, warning label. Yeah. <laughs> an alert, an alert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very nice. So yeah transitions in our relationships patreon on the 18th you can donate anything you want from a dollar to whatever um it's just a monthly donation yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> two thousands if you feel called <laughs> i love how we just put the if you feel called at the end because it allows you I to know. say anything i know <laughs> it's like a cop-out it's a total cop-out it's like I'm asking for money if you feel called. If you feel called. <laughs> if you want to pray about it. Like if you want to discern that. <laughs> so terrible. Terrible. That's terrible. That's like spiritual manipulation. I, I said know. that really weird. But yeah. All right. Um, pretend we just didn't say that. If you want to give us money to get to on this call, <laughs> like just do it. <laughs> Speaking about prayer life. Um <laughs> we'll just we be mention- straight up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this is true. But it's what you come here for. You can't, <laughs> can't blame us. Um, okay, but seriously, speaking of prayer life, 
um the hollow app is a necessity in Dude, your life i know um, because it's on your phone and we're always on our phones and they gave us a three month free trial you guys three it's months ridiculous i never that's even long seen enough that. I've never seen that from anything anywhere ever, but that's long enough for it to become a habit. Yeah. Easily long enough for it to become a habit. Um, the daily rosary, the daily readings, um, all kinds of different scriptural things. They've even got a section for kids now, which Mm -hmm. is just like, so legit. I know. (laughs) Well, I love listening to the rosary when I'm like doing laundry, doing my makeup Mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, like a routine of mine throughout the day is like, I'll listen to the rosary on hollow. And then I'll listen to the Matt Walsh podcast from that day. And <laughs> little balance, little balance there. That's my routine. And hollow is part of that routine. And, um, I mean, I'm sure you could find something on YouTube, but it's like, this is right there. And it's like really aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing. It's and well done. Yeah. I mean, it is like top notch. Like when you think of Catholic media, this ain't, this ain't like that. This isn't this some crusty. This, this isn't some basement VHS from Veggie Tales, you know, this ain't it. You know, like those TVs that they would like yep. roll out. They roll it out and it's got staticky. Yep. And it's like literally dust everywhere on it. Mm-hmm. So like wipe it off. And you're sitting in some like basement that smells like mothballs in the bottom of the turf. <laughs> Yeah. And those rainbow plastic kids chairs. Yeah. Oh, and it's like the chalkboard and the chalk is. Mm-hmm. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tallow is the opposite of all of that, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go to www.hallow.com backslash what in the dang heck. And I'll put everything in the show notes, but they're awesome. They have so much. I mean, you could spend an hour probably just roaming around the app, seeing what they have. Um, yeah, super user friendly too. I'm really. Oh loving. yeah, they ain't, there ain't no glitches up in Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, check them out. We love them, and we're just grateful they're they're back as a sponsor. Yes. Um, so with that, any last touches on the identity thing? I guess we should probably touch on like ways that we're like. I kind of shared a couple about how we're like moving on or managing it well I feel like it goes without saying that we know our identity is in Christ Mm -hmm. but these are things that kind of molded who we are and took up a lot of our time and energy and so that's why it's like when it's gone it's like well now what do I what do I like you feel kind of naked yeah like exposed Um, yeah and you're like crap um okay so I think maybe we should talk about some things that we're doing to like either fill that time or fill where we used to put all of that energy into our sports or whatnot, uh-huh. where we're now putting that time and energy um, or like how yeah. we're quote unquote coping with it <laughs> or moving on. Literally time is like, it sucks to hear like, oh, how do you get over breakup time? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. no, literally time. It's true friggin' time heals all wounds mm-hmm. it, that's not always true but time really does help with the transition yeah. of moving from and not even these weren't unhealthy identities right uh-uh. they were just things that you loved so much um yeah. and like attached to yeah but something that yeah something that I loved and like found a hobby in going from being that gymnast and you know cheer was 
um, Pilates. And like, that Mm -hmm. was an amazing way to still use some of that flexibility I had. And like this, that, that kind of like energy. Um, unfortunately now in Kentucky, there's one an hour away. (laughs) That's not going to work, but I loved having that. Like, what are the things I do daily? I go to mass and I go to Pilates. And so now that daily mass thing, at least a few times a week, trying to get there, um, has been something where it's a consistent in my daily routine and it has in a sense become a hobby in a way, um, which sounds like, come on, really? You're saying your hobby is praying. Come on, get over yourself. (laughs) But like, <laughs> okay, but it's something that you look forward to doing that's outside of your normal day-to-day work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, exactly. And duties. Yeah. And something thrifting I, is yeah, thrifting is a big one. Actually, I love roaming around in circles in a store. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly really do love that. Um, but there's this oil painting abstract class that I want to take online. Uh, and like, cool. unfortunately there's nothing in person, mm, same, Feel that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, it's an online course that I really thought about doing for a while. And like, if you know anything about me, you know that I like abstract landscapes. So- you need to do it. <laughs> abstract landscapes are my thing (laughs) so yeah I've thought about doing that um yeah just different things that always interested you but you're like oh I couldn't do that it's like why not try you know yeah you've nothing to lose at this point you've already lost the one thing you were really good at so (laughs) what being a wife being no okay lol (laughs) Or IP. No, I just being a gymnast or being a soccer player. Um, Two things. One for me is I've gotten comfortable with being empty, like without Mm. having Mm -hmm. something to distract my time and attention and energy. I think it's um, it's been hard, but it's also been good because it's forced me to like really dig in to understanding and knowing and like believing truly believing who I am just as Megan just as me like without another attachment but I also want to kind of go back to when you said um for moms might be listening to this being like oh I wish I had time to do something or I wish I whatever Mm -hmm. and I said no they do um you have to find the time like it, you may not have three hours to go kick a ball around a field anymore, but you do have the evening at night, which actually works for sourdough bread. And you just learn how to make sourdough. That I was like, wait, how did we go from kicking a ball to sourdough? <laughs> well, you have to find things that fit your life now. Making yeah. the excuse of like, I just don't have free time for myself anymore. Well, okay, then you are choosing the victim and you have no... Like, that's a mentality it's a mentality and you're choosing it and now you're deciding that because you want to be a victim then you have no freedom to complain about being the victim because you've chosen to do it you've if made there is a priority you will make time for it exactly and m- moms listening you should be a priority because believe it or not you can't pour from an empty cup and maybe we'll talk about that more down the road but that's a common thing I hear amongst mom groups is well sometimes you just have to pour from an empty cup and you can pour from an empty cup for a while it's just a season it's like no a car doesn't drive on an empty tank 
So moms, you are a priority and finding a hobby that fits in the season of life, even if it's something that you never would have considered doing before is important. I just signed up for soccer. I'm going to get my butt whooped. I will look like I've never played division one soccer in my life because I have not played in two years. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I don't think I'm even going to mention that I played college soccer. So there's zero expectations from me. <laughs> you just be like, it's more of a hobby. <laughs> I just kind of wanted to see what it was like. Everyone in my family grew up playing it, but I never did. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess take that as encouragement maybe or or just be like, yeah, okay. And don't do anything with it. Fine. <laughs> just be mad. <laughs> just mad be and mad. storm yeah. away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah. I love that and love that you sign up for soccer as a, an adult. <laughs> I love that. video it. <laughs> Please, the camcorder. I know, the, the one with the strap on the side. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I love Girls, it. this is your mom at 25 playing <laughs> soccer. Uh, Even yep. though she looks 16, it's okay. Um, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Believe it or not, that one right there. Middle schooler, that's your mom. <laughs> She's 25. She already birthed you. Um, (laughs) So we definitely don't have time for voicemails and Megan Mm. is shoving Chick-fil-A in her mouth. And I'm just like really upset about that. Also the fact she's, she's literally eating a Chick-fil-A fry dry without Chick-fil-A sauce. And that's just cruelty. This is how you do it. It needs to be crispy. And you had to to literally eat anything from Chick-fil-A without the sauce is psychopathic, if that's <laughs> even a word. <laughs> I'm not a sauce girl. You know that. No whipped cream, no mustard, no ketchup, no nothing. I know. I don't I'll, know much. I, I'm such a condiments girl. This, I'll take- this speaks to our personalities, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly simple. Cece's not simple as far as... <laughs> As I'll far literally, as accessories and condiments. I'll put condiments on anything and everything. <laughs> I'll bring them myself. I don't care yeah, what it is. Yeah, you will. That is yeah. true. Including um, the salt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, like, yeah. I'm just watching you eat that salty fry, knowing that there's not even one in this country. Um, <laughs> they don't have McDonald's there? They do, but not Chick Fil A. It's not Chick Fil A. It ain't no waffle fry. On an island that does not have Chick Fil A. That is why I don't think I could ever move to Hawaii. They have Chick Fil A. They may have okay. just opened their first one, but they had they did not have Chick Fil A for the past. Oh, then they probably don't. I just assume that they would because they're American. No, yeah, they don't. A girl I follow, I've been following for years lived in Hawaii with her Navy husband and that was like the biggest thing she was a wedding photographer so anytime she would fly mainland she would get Chick-fil-A that does make sense like in Illinois where I grew up the closest Chick-fil-A was close to an hour away so (gasps) that's a sin yeah Yeah. and like sometimes driving into the city was closer than the Chick-fil-A oh my gosh (laughs) I know oh my gosh um all right this is just starting to get weird here so yeah we need to sign off we're gonna sign off um emotional processing workshop is tomorrow check it out it's 25 bucks our patreon is on the 18th check out heck yes collagen check out hallow and with that uh oh oh we want you to call in with your identity Mm -hmm. talking points like your 
what we were kind of talking about identity, like reflections, things that you had that you had to Let transition from. Yeah. Um, cause I think this is just relatable and it makes you feel like less alone in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so call us in call in our hotline at 312-775-2615. Um, and don't be say? in the car. Don't, don't be, in, be the in the car if you want it to be played because it's real stingy. Like, <laughs> like even if you think your Bluetooth is good in your car, it's not. Like <clears throat> the engine is always louder than what you're trying to say. So, or the AC. Yeah, true. <laughs> or the other cars. It's like they're on a highway. Yes. There's like semis going past. It's like they're literally <laughs> in a diesel truck with the windows rolled down and trying to talk to me. I'm like, this is not it. This, this is, is not just it. not it. <laughs> Like, I really like what you're saying, but for the or sake can't. of the quality, yeah. the standard of quality we have on this podcast, this is just not going to be it. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit of a jab because Mo existed on this platform. My babies are on this platform half the time. The state of quality for my end is. I'll have my miss. moments. I'm sure I will this have my true. moments. <laughs> just wait. All right. We need to go. 312 have a good day, good day, good night, good evening, good afternoon. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Ohio. Goodbye. <laughs> Kumasi. <laughs> Whatever it was. <laughs> Goza mas. <laughs> Kumasi. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.